Welcome to the Soulful CEO Podcast. This is a show that empowers, educates, and celebrates the women who are tired of playing it small, who are ready to build aligned, profitable, impactful businesses and freedom-filled lives. Every month, we will be diving into all of the strategy, mindset, and energetic work that you need in order to leave behind all of the old paradigms that you may have been taught about how a business should be run and step into your highest potential. I'm your host, Katie Stewart, and I'm here to help you create a life and business better than your wildest dreams. Let's jump right in. Hello, Soulful CEO family. Hopping in today with a really special episode including a really big announcement, (laughs) but um, this episode feels a little bit like a riff that has been wanting to come out. And I just had a really beautiful conversation with one of my one-to-one clients that kind of reinforced this. And it's something that I think often gets lost um, in a lot of the teachings in this industry and, and, and where we're going and what we're teaching and, and the way we're presenting ourselves on social media. And we're going to get to the big announcement because it's really big, you guys. It's like one of my biggest manifestations ever has come through. And we're going to talk about, we're going to get into the nitty gritty, but I want to kind of intro you to what we're going to talk about today. So what I really want to dive into today is that like there are so many magical, sparkly, incredible, beautiful, unexpected things about you that when you allow them to be seen and you allow them to be perceived and you allow all of that, all of your authentic self to come through, that magic is going to make you so much money. It's going to make you so much money. And one of the biggest things that I see in clients, in people, as I'm scrolling Instagram, you know, whatever, is like people who have gotten, maybe this is you, right? I think it's time in this moment to give yourself a little bit of a check. People who have gotten so wrapped up in the, the strategy, right? The strategic teachings or the, um, you know, the here's how you have to run a sales story. Here's how you have to show up on Instagram. Here's how you phrase an email. Here's how you make a post. Here's what you're quote unquote allowed to talk about. What is acceptable to talk about? You know, if you're a coach or even if you're an, an online service provider, it's like, we put up these, these like parameters for ourselves. And there are lots and lots and lots of coaches and people who are teaching to stay within these parameters, right? Where it's like, well, don't talk about that. That's off brand. Don't share that. That's off brand. You know, here's the kind of guidelines you have to stick to. And if you don't stick to those, then you're doing it wrong. And My biggest argument and one of the things that I work on so deeply with so many of my clients is like, no, fuck that. Like, who are you? What are all the beautiful, unexpected, freaking cool parts of you that for one reason or another, you're keeping hidden, right? Like so often things are are kept hidden because 
either A, we don't think it's professional, we don't think it's quote unquote on brand, we don't think people care, or because we've just been taught and we've been programmed to keep those things hidden and to not share and to not take up space with it. And for so many of my clients, when we have unblocked this and unlocked this kind of ability to not only see your own magic, but to make it a big deal and to talk about it often as though it's something that as though it is your magic. Like think about the the weight of that statement, like your own magic. Where are you hiding it? Where are you keeping it put away because you don't think it's you think it's too big or you think people won't get it or they won't see it. And it's like what I ask of my clients is not only do you become aware of your magic and not only do you begin to share it, but you make it a huge deal and that can feel so scary. And like what we're going to get into in this episode is that on the other side of that, there's so much money and there's so much expansion for you. Um, so we're going to talk about this today and this is, we're going to just really get into it. I have no notes. I'm just fully riffing speaking from my heart. Um, and I wanted to go ahead and drop the big announcement to the podcast family first, because you guys know you're my favorites. Don't tell anyone. Um, but here it is. So my husband and Poppy and I have found, found quote unquote, I manifested (laughs) the perfect apartment in Paris. And we're not buying it, releasing it. Um, and we're going for six months, which has just been like, it's giving me goosebumps as I'm saying it. It has literally been one of the things that I've been calling in since the first time I went to Paris. And um, if you guys know, you've probably listened to some of the other podcast episodes um, around the Paris portal and you know, VIP days and things like that. And um, I ran my first VIP days in the last summer. So, well, two summers ago. Um, And I just had this, like, I interviewed a gal a a while back on the podcast named Danielle Barrick. And she lives in Paris. Um, my, My French coach actually connected us. And she's an American living in Paris. And she, I was just interviewing her about her process, right? She owns a small business. She's an entrepreneur. Um, she does sensory branding strategy. And I just interviewed her for the podcast. We were connected. It felt like a, it felt like a really good aligned connection. And I interviewed her for this podcast. You can go back and find the episode. And something she said was that she moved to Paris feeling like she had a soul contract to be in Paris. And when she said that, and like I was doing this interview with her and I had never been to Paris, right? I had never been. Um, for, many, for many years of my life, I was so freaking broke, I would have never been able to go. Um, but my life is obviously radically different now, thanks to this business. And um, when she said that, I like felt something in my body shift. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I've literally never been to Paris. I don't even know if I'm going to like it. Like, I'm not really a city girl. 
I'm like a put me on some acreage where it's quiet and I can run around with some horses kind of girl. And so for me to feel this like shift in my body when she said she had a soul contract to be in Paris, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. (laughs) And um, it wasn't, you know, too much longer later that I ran my first round of VIP days in Paris and my husband and my daughter and I went for a month and I was like, oh, I get it now. Like, I also have a soul contract to be in Paris. <laughs> like this is all, it's all making sense. And I just felt so at home there. I felt so expanded there. Um, go listen to my Paris portal episode and you'll understand. But um, I then, so we spent a month that time. The next time, so this last spring, we went back and I did another round of sold out VIP days, spent a month as well. Just fully for me solidifying like, oh, this is a place that is meaningful for me in my life. This is a place I'm supposed to be to some extent, right? And so um, I knew I had all of these things. I wanted to do six months. That was the amount of time that I wanted to do. For me, that feels like a really perfect amount of time to be able to really put into perspective, like, do we want to buy an apartment in Paris? And I think the thing is, is even if we buy an apartment in Paris, we won't live there full time. We'll continue. We're looking for a farm here in Virginia where we live. And that would be my ideal is like we have a big, beautiful farm with acreage and horses and, you know, Poppy can run around and just have that beautiful kind of out in the country childhood where we also have an investment property in an apartment in Paris that we can go to whenever and we rent it out when we're not there. So that's the dream. That's the big manifestation. But what it felt like for me was that I wanted to do six months and allow that to be the trial run, to allow that to be the time where I'm really feeling into is purchasing a property in Paris the next step. Um, and to just really immerse myself, right? A month is a long vacation already, but I was like, I want six. And I knew exactly how I wanted it to be. I was like, it, the apartment is gonna look a specific way financially, we're going to be able to navigate it with ease. There's, you know, it's not going to feel financially stressful for our family to be paying double, right? We own our home in Virginia, but we are obviously paying a mortgage. Um, And then we'll have rent on our apartment in Paris. Like we have to find the perfect school for Poppy. And I was just manifesting all of these things. And my, my standard and the thing that I kept repeating was like, it all is going to come with ease. It's not going to feel like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole to make it work because I really want it. It's all going to fall into place. And it just absolutely did. Some American friends of ours in Paris who have a beautiful apartment in the 18th. um, One of the things I wanted was an apartment with those beautiful Parisian details, right? The really intricate molding and the ceiling medallions and the wooden floors and the big windows. And um, a friend of ours who's, they're an American couple they're leaving their apartment in the 18th. And it looks exactly like this, right? Beautiful details. It's like the apartment I was envisioning. Fireplaces with the, you know, the mirrors over the mantles. And um, they texted us and they were just like, hey, do you want this apartment? We're moving out. You know, we'll just, we can just kind of easily transfer the lease. And when we heard the price, we were just like, freaking no brainer, no brainer. Like to get you guys to get an apartment for the price we're getting it in Paris is just absolutely absurd, specifically for that type of apartment. 
And it's just so beautiful. And for us, it was just like a freaking no brainer, no brainer. Like, yes, we are in, right? We are in. And so that was very easy. The landlord is actually American. So we're just very easily transferring money, US dollars. It is like, it is so freaking easy, right? Um, and then we had to apply for our visas. Well, first we found a school for Poppy, which just came through so easily. It's an awesome bilingual Montessori school that is literally, you guys, a like one minute walk from our from our apartment. It couldn't be more perfect. It's the exact school we wanted, so close to our house. Like we had a Zoom call with the teachers. They're so perfect. And it just all felt easy. It felt so easy. And I was like, this is what I was calling in. Then one of our last things was to get our visa. And we had been doing a bunch of research about getting our visa. We applied for just like long-term visitor because um, I won't be, you know, like engaging in business over there, like not starting a business over there, anything like that. So we um, just applied for a long-term visitor and um, we had heard these horrible stories, right? These stories of people online that were like, I tried for three weeks, even just to get an appointment. I got the appointment and then I was denied. And so my husband and I were like kind of on edge about it, right? We were we were trying to get all of our papers together. It's really a lot. They require a lot of documentation, especially for the long-term visitor visa. They want to see that like you, you know, have enough money in all of your accounts to cover your stay. And they make you write this proof letter saying like, you're not going to try to start a business in France. Um, it's just like, it's a lot, right? And so, and then you have to give all these papers. And so, and we had to do it for myself, my husband and Poppy. And we were just, it was like so time consuming and just energy sucking. And we were so worried. We were like, what if we do all of this? And like, it doesn't, what if it's not easeful? But in the back of my mind, I was like, no, like it's easy or it's nothing. It's easeful or it's nothing. And we went to our visa appointment on a Wednesday. First of all, we got an appointment within like an hour. We looked online and they were just abundance of appointments available. And so we got the appointment. We went the next week. Um, it's, we only had to go to DC, which is like two hours from our house. So not that bad. We waited for just a little bit. We were seen, we had the nicest person helping us with our visa. There were like all these grumpy attendants and we were just like, God, this is going to be bad. We got the most charming, wonderful lady to help us. She was so sweet. And our visas were approved. We went on a Wednesday. No, we went on a Friday by the following Wednesday. So like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday, our visas were approved. Our passports were stamped and all of it was shipped back to our house. Our approved visas arrived on a Wednesday. And we had heard like, it takes at least two to three weeks, even if it's flawless, like even if everything is perfect, it literally happened for us in like three business days. And I was just like the ease, <laughs> the ease with which this is happening is just like, this is what I was manifesting. So I didn't want to share the news with you guys until, until it was done, until it was a done deal. The visas are in, stamped, signed, sealed, delivered. We're going, we're going from December to June and we're just so incredibly excited. But this kind of leads me back to my our topic of today because 
in this one-to-one conversation I was just having with my private client a few minutes ago, we were talking about like, you know, really allowing the shadow, the pieces of you that you've put into your shadow or the pieces of you that feel too big, they feel too audacious, they feel like too much. We feel like if we share them or we show them that people won't get it, that holding those things back is is literally holding you back from so much expansion. It's holding you back from money. It's holding you back from moving throughout the world with the freedom of being seen as your full, worthy, authentic self. And I think that why this is so big is that like people have hired me for so many reasons. And I love that my clients share this with me, but I want you guys to just listen to this and think about like, what are your things that are equivalent to this, right? I have had people hire me because I share all the time that I've now retired my husband and he's a stay at home dad. I share about it all the time. Is it unconventional that this is the way our family dynamic looks? Yeah. 100%. I'm the sole breadwinner for the family. My husband is a stay-at-home dad. Like, are there lots of people in my life outside of Instagram and on Instagram who don't get it? Yeah, 100%. I don't care. I don't care. This is the life that I want for our family. And it's like, imagine if I had let that fear of someone judging the way that we choose to run our family dynamic Imagine if I had let that fear win and I didn't talk about it and I wasn't loud and proud about it. Like I constantly am talking about it. I made like four reels this month where I was like, I retired my husband. He's a stay at home dad. I'm the sole breadwinner. Like look at my Instagram and you'll see it everywhere. And people have hired me because of that. People have hired me because they're like, I see the way your family runs. I want to retire my spouse. I'm hired. Like obviously there's more reasons than that, but it's like, That's one of the things that someone wants to learn from me. People have hired me because they see that I'm only working 20 hours a week and that I'm a mom. And I never, I never knew what it was to run this business without being a mom. I started this coaching business when Poppy was a newborn. I've never been the person who had just endless time to give to my business all day to grow and scale quickly. And yet I've grown and scaled quickly while prioritizing being a mom and only working 20 hours a week. And people see that and they're like, oh, okay. Like I want to learn that from you. And people have literally hired me because of that. And imagine if like I had kept that part of myself hidden. Imagine if I had thought like, like, I don't really want to talk about this. This seems a little too private or I shouldn't talk about how much money I make while only working 20 hours a week. There are a lot of people in my life who are teachers, right? And like, I truly believe that the the world needs beautiful, incredible, wonderful people who want to continue being teachers and they're showing up for kids. And that is so incredibly necessary, but it wasn't me anymore. It wasn't feeling authentic to me. It wasn't feeling aligned to me. And for a long time, I felt a lot of resistance around showing up and using that verbiage of like, I used to be a teacher making 40K a year, working this amount of time, feeling super burned out. Now I make 40K, you know, a month and more prioritizing my family, staying home with my daughter. Like, 
my husband is retired. He stays home with our daughter. Like we get to travel, we get to do all these things in 20 hours a week. And like for a long time, that felt kind of sticky for me to talk about because it was like lots of really incredible teachers in my life who I love and respect. And I'm so freaking glad that they love their job. And I, I was so scared of like, what if they think I'm throwing shade or whatever, like whatever, whatever the stupid stuff is that we make up for a reason we shouldn't share something about ourselves that's actually so magical and expansive. People have literally paid me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because I'm a mom first, right? And like, imagine if I had kept that part of myself hidden. People have hired me because I'm a clear channel I have literally had clients who have gone through multiple high level, high ticket containers with me who continue to sign with me over and over because they're like, dude, you are such a clear channel. Like when you get a download or something comes through for you, it resonates with me. And like I, there was a long time in my life, a long period of time in my life where I was a little bit hesitant around that. I grew up in a super religious household to the idea of channeling or downloading or, you know, having things intuitively come through that you could share with other people felt crazy. And it wasn't until I really stepped into this world and started to truly own and discover my gifts where I was like, oh, like I'm talking to this client via Voxer or on a call and something is coming through so clearly that I have to say to them an idea for their business or something that's coming up next for them, or something that I see that I need to call out in them. And like, for the longest time, I didn't talk about that. I didn't share that. And when I fully was like, oh, people are literally hiring me and rehiring me, telling me I want to work with you because you are such a clear channel. Your intuition is so true. When you say something, it clicks in a way that it has never clicked with anyone before. I was like, I have to freaking own this. I have to talk about this. I have to make this a big deal, right? And so it's like, this is what I wanna invite you to today is, is your opportunity to think about where are those places that you're hiding or that you're playing it small? Because it's not just like, let's be aware of these and let's talk about them a little bit. It's like, make it a big deal. Make it a big deal. We get so ingrained with people teaching us like strategy, strategy, strategy. Here's what you talk about. Here's how you sell. Here's how you do this. And it's all so robotic. And like, if any of you have ever worked with me, you know, in any kind of capacity, you know that I love strategy. I teach it. I, I teach it very, very well. But it's not a place for us to hide. It's not a, a strategy is not a thing for us to hide behind. And I think that is where so many people get stuck where they're making good money. Like I'm doing air quotes, like good money, but they're not expanding. They haven't broken past good into like, oh my God, this gets to be my life. Right. And so it's like, we're taught as women so often, like, that's too audacious. That's too big. That's too crazy. Don't talk about that. I literally have had the thought multiple times as we're planning for this extended kind of stay, move to Paris. I've thought in my brain multiple times, like, why aren't more, am I doing the wrong thing? Is this stupid? Is this silly? Is this too big? Why aren't other people doing this? 
because I look around and I'm like, other people aren't doing this. And in the coaching world, of course, there's people who are doing big, crazy, audacious things. But like in our day to day lives, we don't really see this kind of action. We don't see this kind of movement. We don't see these kind of like I have big, big, big visions for my life and I want to step fully into my authenticity, my magic, my sparkle. What's the bigness of who I am? What are my gifts? What are my big desires? What am I making happen that I don't see reflected in anyone else? And if you're hiding all of that bigness behind the strategic things that someone told you you had to do or say in your content or on your stories to show up, Number one, you're robbing yourself of the freedom that you get to feel when you fully stepped into the bigness and the magic and the authenticity of who you are and what your desires are. You're robbing yourself of that freedom. You're robbing the world of getting to see that magic and see that sparkle and being the proof for people. You're robbing yourself of so much money because I promise you, there are random things about you that are actually so magical that when your dream client sees it, they're going to be like, oh, damn, I want that too. Let me hire her, right? And you're missing those people. You're missing that opportunity to work with these incredible dream clients and to have that freedom because you're so stuck hiding behind the strategic, boring, robotic, like things that we're taught we have to say or do to show up professionally or to show up on brand or this is how you sell. And it's like allowing yourself to identify where that magic is and allowing yourself to fully see the bigness of that within you. It has to start, right? Our outer world is always a reflection of our inner world and it has to start inside first where you see it, you value it, you appreciate it and you see it for what it is. And then you have to outwardly in your content, in your sales strategy, on your stories, in your emails, every single day, even when you're not on camera, you're not on Instagram, like, are you living, breathing, walking, talking it? Are you living that bigness? Are you living that magic? Are you allowing every single little bit of you that is like so expansive to other people? Are you allowing it to be seen? And if you're not, you're leaving massive amounts of money on the table. And so I just really wanted to kind of riff on this for you guys today, interjected with the big announcement, like so casual, um, and just really kind of drop this in today because this is your, this is your invitation to think about this. And as we're going into the holidays are such a magical time. This time of year is literally a portal, like the wonder and the awe and the glittery vibes that are going around are just so magnetic and it's such a beautiful time to start stepping into some of this and allowing some of this to shine and I just wanted to record this episode for you to to put this on your radar to start thinking about and to start feeling into the magic that is you if you love this podcast and you want to support both me and the soulful ceo It would mean the absolute world if you could drop in, leave a rating, leave a review, and share a screenshot of this podcast to your Instagram stories. Not only would that absolutely make my day, but it would also get the word out about the podcast to anyone who you think might need to hear it. 
So thank you so, so much for listening. I am so grateful you are here.